Sunday morning, Parshas Mishpatim, as we always do, we're going to be speaking about Parshas Yisro, the, what happened yesterday. And as we always do, we mention what took place in the morning, and then with the whole Sophos that we had based on um, um, based on the Siyat HaRishmai from all of you. Okay. Um, Erica Nida, Mayor, Women's Learning Division of Adash Yishur. Um, yesterday, we started off with an interesting concept. And uh, this interesting concept began with a uh, um, with a statement that um, you know, jigsaw puzzles 500 piece, 1,000 piece jigsaw puzzles are very nice. Some people really like them. I happen not to like them so much. Um, they, um, they come with a limited amount of pieces and they come with a picture. A limited amount of pieces and they come with a picture. And uh, it's up to you to put them together. There is a completely different jigsaw puzzle which is um, a 500 billion or 500 trillion gigantic puzzle. And this puzzle not only has millions and billions and trillions of pieces, but the picture changes. And what you thought was going to be one puzzle turned into another puzzle. Some of the pieces that you had are no longer relevant to the puzzle. Some of them are. That's a very challenging type of a puzzle. Very challenging type of a puzzle. And um, that puzzle, in a way, is a muscle that I would like to use uh, to understand life. Many years ago I said that the world was created with Adam and Chava. Kaddish Baruch created Adam, and then he created Chava. They had children, and the world began. Um, the world was supposed to be a place where people would live and get along and serve our Kaddish Baruch. Cain killed Hevel. So, uh, Hevel was... Uh, taken out of the picture. He was no longer included in the picture. No longer included in the picture. Hevel was killed. He was gone. Cain was punished. And for ten generations the world went until Kaddish Baruch Hu said no. Uh, the puzzle starting again with Noah. And anybody who was in the puzzle until now is excluded from the puzzle. Excluded from the puzzle. New puzzle, puzzle begins with Noah. And um, after the Mabal, he gave the world a second chance. And um, ten generations later, as he learned in the office, uh, the picture was over. And Kaddish Baruch said, no, it's a new puzzle. We're including Noah in the puzzle. And then we're starting again with, um, with Avram. And this time, the puzzle is really going to be only from Avram's family, because Avram, and as we said, 
this winter, Hashem, Hashem said, as the Svasemus points out, is anybody home in the entire world? And no one answered Hashem's call except for Avram. Avram Avinu, one Jew, Avram Avinu, one person, who Echad, we call him Kulu Sheni. Avram Avinu married Sori Menu. The most beautiful person in the world at that time, the beautiful woman in the world. And then we we begin with this um, juxtaposition, if you want to call it, of the center of the world, power, is in Mitzrayim. And power is the world leader of Mitzrayim. Come in. Come. Power. This year is there Yeah. Every week? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the, uh, come, come. Thank you. And the, uh, we have two people coming in. I'm sorry for the confusion. The last few weeks we made, we changed, put the share in this room. Um, in my office. So I'll just quickly bring you up to speed here. Please sit. Um, Paro is the center of power in the world. That's where the White House is. And um, Avram Avinu, I'm not answering why Hashem orchestrated this should happen. Maybe one day we'll get into that. But Akadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated that Avram Avinu had to go down to Mitzrayim. He did. And the most beautiful woman in the world, his wife, Sari Menu, was taken away from him. Paro got punished. In the annals of family history of Paro, perhaps they knew about the story that Avram Avinu family came down, and Paro mistreated them, and he was punished for that, as was Mitzrayim. And then, and then after that, we have Yitzchok, Yitzchok Avinu went through a similar case, with his wife, not with Paro. And we have Yaakov, Yaakov has 12 sons, and four wives, and one daughter, and Yaakov goes down to Mitzrayim, why he went down to Mitzrayim, maybe we'll talk about that in the Shabbos Agorol, Joshua, Bez Hashem, I'm not sure, why he went down, but when Maisa, 70 people went down. 12 sons, one daughter, wives turned into 70 people. Come in. Come, come. And then they started multiplying. They started multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. And then there was a meeting. And the meeting took place. You're not going to need a chumash. You take the chumash off the left, it will be easy for you. Then there was a meeting. The meeting took place between in the White House, the most powerful person in the world, had three had three advisors, Eov and Bilam and Yisro. And this is no more Parshish stories, everybody say. These are very serious undertakings. Very serious undertakings. And um, Bilam was all in favor of destroying the Jews. And Eov was not. And Yisrael ran away. We all know that. No. Bilam was an extraordinarily talented human being. He was the greatest prophet there ever was among the non-Jews of the world. And he was could have been one of the greatest people of the world. Bilam. But Bilam decided to exit the train. And exit 
We're talking about a jigsaw puzzle. He decided that he's pulling out of the jigsaw puzzle, and he did. He pulled out a jigsaw puzzle. And Bilam, uh, as recorded by Rashi, Bilam met up with Yisro years later. And, uh, you know, Bilam saw what, what had become of him and his progeny. Bilam. And um, talk about that also, maybe. But let's just stay focused on this for a moment. So, Bilam was this great person. Bilam said, let's kill the Jews. Yisra ran away. Yisra ran away to Midian. Ran away to Midian. At the same time, there was a couple who got married who are not named in the Torah. We know their names are Amram Yochebet, but they're not named initially in the Torah. And they had a child. And the child was taken away from them after three months. And this child was taken to the palace. This child grew up as Paro's grandson. Paro liked him. Very talented child. He was so talented that Paro's advisors were scared that this guy, this kid is going to want to become a melech. They devised the test. We all know the story. So Moshe Benu grew up in the palace. Moshe Benu did not grow up in Borobach. He didn't grow up in Lakewood. He didn't grow up in Ashurim. He didn't grow up in Vassarajah's Park. Moshe Benu grew up in Vegas. Shabana grew up on Times Square. We don't think about that. Shabana was, until he was 20, he was in the palace. Every room had movie theaters. Shabana became this great person. By the time he was 20, Paro suspected that something was wrong with Shabana's dedication to Paro. Because he seemed to like the Jews. Paro decided off with his head. And what happened was that Shabana was saved miraculously and ran away. And where did he go? To Israel. Okay, there's really 60 years in between with a lot of other things that Moshe Abinu did. We're not going to discuss it right now. Suffice it to say, Moshe Abinu meets up with Yisro. And there's a shidduch made. And Yisro, the non-Jew, the non-Jew, who becomes a convert, Yisro, the non-Jew, who converts, becomes a, uh, the follower of Moshe Abinu. Now, at the same time, Esau opted out of the jigsaw puzzle. He said, I'm out. Esau had a chance to be the father of six Shvatim. He opted out of the jigsaw puzzle. He opted out. Moshe Abedu stays in despite everything that went on. Yisro decides he wants to be part of this. And Yisro's son-in-law becomes Moshe Abedu. It, it's, it's unbelievable. 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 So we have Yisro. We have Moshe Rabbeinu, and we have Moshe Rabbeinu marrying Israel's daughter. Wild. It's wild. Wild. They stay on the train. They stay in part of the jigsaw puzzle. What happens next? What happens next is Mitzrayim is destroyed. Not by ICBMs that were in North Korea. Mitzrayim is destroyed miraculously. The only explanation is God. It's impossible. There's no way to explain it. Then, the most powerful nation which is brought to its knees, only, only by God, nothing to do with man, nothing to do with Gaiva, Taiva, nothing to do with man. God destroys Mitzrayim. Ten Makis destroyed. Then, 
whoever you want, they run into the Yamsuf, they're all dead. They're all dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Unbelievable. Everybody's dead. Next event. I'm not going through every detail of world history here, but next event. What's next event? Moshe Benu is leading the Jewish people. And the entire world, the 70 nations of the world, and the Jewish people. Kodesh Baruch comes to all 70 nations. No parasha sheets now. No elementary school now. We're upping the game. This is all real. Not story time. Hashem says, do you want the Torah? Hashem. We destroyed Mitzrayim and split the Yom. Every single person drinking a cup of water everywhere in the world saw their water split. There were rumblings and tumblings going on. And Hashem said, do you want the Torah? And it says in the Gemara that they all went to Bilam. Because Bilam was the leader of the world in these type of matters. And they said, what's going on in the world? What's the noise? What's the tumult? God's giving the Torah to his people. But before that happened, God said, do you want the Torah? Everybody said no. Please tell me why they say no. Why they say no? I want simple shot. There's six, 14 to 16 different Midrash among this. Why did they say no? What's a simple shot? They didn't want to tell anyone telling them what to do. Oh. They, they didn't want to be ordered around. When I grew up, 14 summers of my life, the first 14 summers of my life, I spent them on the farm, as I've said, unteamed times. I had cousins who lived in the area of the farm in this small town called Millis, and they had friends, Mike Rubino, Timmy Corrin, I used to play with them. Friday night, they would watch basketball games. I wanted to watch the games. I couldn't. Then they would go to, I don't think it was McDonald's then, I don't know what it was called, whatever, and they'd get hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries. I wanted cheeseburgers. I wanted french fries. I like hamburgers. I never had a cheeseburger. I like hamburgers. Can't get it. Can't get it. Can't get it. Okay, fine. That's a decision that uh, you're making. That's your decision. What do you want to do? Your decision. That was a decision. So the Goya made a decision. The non-Jews of the world made a decision. What was their decision? We don't want the Torah. And you're right. The Pashup shot in the Medrash, the simplest Medrash out of all the Medrashim says, we don't want it. We don't want to be told what to do. We want to have the title. We want to have the freedom. We want to have the choice. We want to be able to do whatever we can do. Amazing thing. That's what we want to be able to do. So everybody in the world said no. And we said yes. Everybody said no. And we said yes. That is incredible. It's incredible. We made a decision to stay as part of the jigsaw puzzle. We're going to read you a language. We're going to come back to this soon. But I want to tell you something. That I just love the way this is written. Israel lives in defiance of every rule of history. Because its genesis owes nothing to natural law. Klal Yisrael was not started in the way the rest of the world was started. We said, they said no. 
We said, yes, it's a different world for us. Israel lives in defiance of every rule of history because as Genesis owes nothing to natural law. It remains eternal. Please listen to these words. If you want me to translate them into yeshivish English, you'll let me know. It remains eternal in the teeth of time-bound and crumbling national entities. It remains eternal in the teeth of time-bound and crumbling national entities. Not quoting Mark Twain yet, but let's quote Mark Twain. Don't forget about Mark Twain. Let's just talk for a minute. Where are the Egyptians? Where are the Greeks? Where are the Romans? Now let's go take a jump. Where's the British Empire? Where's the thousand-year Reich Where's the Communist Empire? It remains eternal in the teeth of this time-bound and crumbling that. It remains eternal in the teeth of time-bound and crumbling national entities because it came into being by divine fire. Fiat, if you ever pronounce it. F-I-E-T. Unfettered by the temporal limitations of a nature-bound world. We have no explanation. As if Yaakov Ebner says, there's no explanation of why we exist. It's impossible to understand. It's the biggest mess he says that ever happened in world history. Bigger than a... The Mac is bigger than the tribe. It's the biggest death. It doesn't make any sense. No country, no army. It makes no sense. We made a decision. It was our decision. What was our decision? I thought that. I thought that. Go ahead. I thought that a couple of is a different discussion. Different discussion. It's a minor, not a minor question. It's a question. It's nothing to do with it. We made a decision. Everybody else said. No, we said yes. How careful in hockey just works out is a different Shiloh. It's a good Shiloh. We're not answering all the Shilohs they said right now. But Lamaisa, we made a decision. We said yes and they said no. And they are out of the jigsaw puzzle. They took themselves out of the puzzle. They removed themselves from the puzzle. They could have been in the puzzle. Anybody could have accepted the term. They all said no. They all said no. It's scary. Scary. Decisions are scary. Decisions are scary. They're scary. I'm not saying it in a way that people have to more of anxiety, whatever else, can never make a decision their whole life. But the Maisa, decisions are scary. I say scary because they have ramifications. Serious ramifications. Parshas Yisro. Shabbos of Yisro, this is what happened to me. I had this feeling Tuesday. I got this feeling on Tuesday. And, and <coughs> I, I, I don't know how I could have like, like every week, he sent me all these, uh, the, 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 the signs of Ashgokha here. I felt that Pashas Yisro will be laying the Aseris Dibros Dibros Everybody stands. In most shuls in the world, they give a clap, everybody stands. Everybody stands. The Aserah Sadimbas the only parsha in the Torah, twice, here in Boaz where the Kriya Torah is a different trop. There's two sets of trop. One's called Tampachtam, one's called Tamelion. Tamelion is where the entire Aserah Sadimbas is divided into ten utterances. Otherwise, there's more than ten psukim in the Aserah 
It's divided into ten utterances. And when we lane, we lane with that trump of ten utterances. And that trump divides us into the ten utterances, which are the assertions of difference. And we are reenacting and reliving the assertions of difference yesterday. That's as I said yesterday morning in show. We're reenacting it. We're refeeling it. We're repowering and retooling and rebooting ourselves with it. That's what happened yesterday. And that's what happens every year in Parshish Yisrael and Parshish Boschana and Shrews. We, the Jewish people, we, the Jewish people, are tasting, tasting, feeling that power that we became the Jewish people because of our identity that we said yes and they said no. That was a real decision. And we are descendants of those people who said yes. And the rest of the world is not. And they're living with the ramifications. And the Jews are still here. What a way to look at world history through the eyes of the Torah. Makes no sense. The Greeks aren't here, the Romans aren't here, the Egyptians aren't here, the British Empire, nothing's here. Nothing lasts forever except the Jew that was Mark Twain's kasha. Where are we? Why are we? What happened here? That's what we have to believe in, that's what you have to understand. And that comes with incredible opportunities and incredible responsibilities. Amalek opted out. Esav opted out. Moshe Rabbeinu himself, because of his decisions, lost to Kuna Gedoyla. Ruvain lost to Bechor. These are real issues. Not story time. These are real issues. The fact that it's a show called Adashi Shuri makes no sense. It makes no sense. There were movements in Judaism. Forget about the Kusim and the Baitusim and the Tzadukim from a thousand years ago. From 200 years ago. Reform movement is gone. Enlightenment is gone. The German movement is gone. The people who decided to take Mechitzas out of Shuls are gone. Let's, let's get real and really understand what's going on here. We don't want those Jewish people to be gone, but they're gone. People made decisions. They were talented people who had lots of money. And they made decisions to use their money for things which is gone. Buildings that are gone, movements that are gone, temples that are gone, they're gone. David Shlitzel, in one of the four shivas of the liquid, said, I challenged him on where he got it from, who said it, that I remember that that, that somebody said about liquid, Rabar and Kotla said uh, that liquid had blighted Bismashiach Vitkum. The bells of the Rebbe said it about bells. It's going to last. It's real. He sure it makes no sense. This sure makes no sense. People make decisions, it's real, but Halabayashin last to what she comes. I was in Baltimore last week. I was looking at the speaker, 
a day school for 250 kids at a at, at, at near Yisrael and at Rabbi Shlanga's yeshivas. Why was I so good to speak to? Because I, I lived on a farm for 14 years of my life. I was not going to speak to you because I represent Yeshurun. And Yeshurun has It's a schus. It's no jokes here. This is no jokes. I'm going to make it this. I'm going to do this. this not the, my ego feels like I should do this. I'm a talented guy. I want this. This is real. People make real decisions in life. Where am I going? Where am I heading? What am I doing? I'd like to say a word all the time, but this is, this is more, I, I can't tell you, it's my guts coming out here. I was still a bucher, I had a first cousin. I'm one of 22 first cousins, a first cousin, who, um, very Jewish, Jewish oriented, very Jewish oriented. She was the quote unquote Balkore in her conservative temple. Very Jewish, very Jewish language. And she made a decision not to send her children to day school. It cost $7,000, I don't know whatever it was. I told my mother, let's raise the money. I didn't know what I was talking about, I was a kid. And you know, I got shot down and so I forgot about it. Okay, Rabbi said, come on, let's let's get with the program. Where are those two kids who didn't go to day school right now? My first cousin's children. Come on, where are they? Let's talk, Lamaisa. Seven thousand dollars a lot of money. Make a decision. Some people make decisions and they put themselves into who knows hack. Into that kids should have exposure to what's supposed to be what they're supposed to be exposed to. One child's married to a girl, the other child's not married. I had a wonderful uncle. My mother had five brothers. He was the Gabay in the Shul. Gabay in the Shul, he had three daughters. They were all Jewish. My aunt had, 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 a, had a Jewish, uh, a, a, a Jewish uh, daycare center, they were called. They, uh, a Jewish, uh, Jewish kindergarten. Very Jewishly oriented. One daughter got married late in life, never had any children. One daughter had two sons. One married to a guy, the other one married a guy, whatever. And one married a guy. Is that a joke? You want to stay part of the jigsaw puzzle? You want to stay part? Of, you don't want to stay part. What do you want to do? Where are you? Where are you going? I'm not telling you any chidushi tayr over here. You all know this. We're old enough now to look back a little. We're not teenagers anymore. We know that the, the, the world is full of the results of people who made decisions. Rabbi Kotler came here and made a decision against the entire world, and th- that's what happened. Avraham Avinu, before it made a decision against the entire world, and that's what happened. Some people never have a chance to make a decision. Well, I don't know what that means. They have a chance to make a decision. They're brought up in a very similar house that does Okay, yeah, that's, that's all true. Somebody made a decision before them. Somebody made a decision before them. But everybody has the opportunity. Everybody has the opportunity. Everybody's exposed to everything nowadays. If you go on the internet, you can press a button in a minute. You want to say it's harder for them? It could be, you know. Teenage initiative is something which is recognized We're all results of other people's decisions and results of our own decisions. That's who we all are. That's who we all are. V'yatem ti'uli, mamlechas koyinim v'goy kodesh. You will be for me a mamlechas koyinim v'goy kodesh. How can you be a mamlechas koyinim? What is it mamlechas koyinim? 
going to be a group of Kahanim. What does it mean, Kahanim? You're not a Kohen. If you're not a Kohen, your father's not a Kohen. You're not a Kohen. What does it mean, Kahanim? What does it mean? Machas Kohenim, Goy Kodesh. Says Allahu, this applies to Jews. Says Allahu, Simon Sadiq Dalit, in Arachayim. How does a Jewish person stand up for Shimon Esri? The Kumai. When a person stands up, Simon Sadiq Dalit says, Follow. This Paul to David, and Hoya Oime, the Chutzlaf, he or she was standing in Chutzlaf, it's the opposite part of Israel. Face her, it's Israel. Be a Chavain, God knew Shalayim, a Chavain knew Shalayim. Ula Migdash, and the base of Migdash, Ula base Kotchak Kotchim. Is that a joke? Oh, it's not a joke. This is a locha. For men and women, that's what it's true. It's like the Mishnah Pura. Yechavin libay afal pish, yevshin will have the pun of negdom, or salivish yachshin will libay bayonu ke'ilu oivit. A Jew has the right, the obligation, when he stand up to say shmonesh, he take three steps back, three steps forward. Ke'ilu hu oimeid b'migdash ha'shebu shalayim. Is that we stand in the midst of shalayim? B'emokam k'edash ha'kadoshim. Somebody called me this week from New York and said, he heard a shir that I said about this Bechaba years ago. He said, you know what? He said, he thinks that's a pshat. I think he may be right. There are many pshatim. What it means to be Mablachas Koyinim. But a Jew has a right to say, I'm David. I, I David this morning, Shachris. Before I came to shir here this morning in Shulay, I'm in Shachris. You know what I did? I was at the Kodesh Kedoshim. I don't think a non-Jew can say this. You have no right to be the Kodesh Kedoshim. I want to daven. And I just, well, wonderful. Go daven to God. We want you to daven to God. The first 14 summers of my life when I spent them on the farm on Sunday mornings I'd go to my uncle's on the cow truck to go to different farms and buy, buy cows and sell cows or whatever. And we would pass houses of worship, non-Jewish houses of worship. Have you ever the same? And we saw people in their Sunday finest. <laughs> Good. Sunday morning, put in their Sunday finest. Very nice. We have to daven three times a day. Men have to put on tefillin. You got to worry about Zaman Krishma. You got to worry about Zaman Tefillah. You got to worry about the, the, what, what time is next today. What's a short Friday? I, I, I'm Satoval. Let's hold it. I'm the jigsaw puzzle. We said no. They said yes. Excuse me. We said yes, they said no. Hold tumble here. Within this jigsaw puzzle of who's staying and who's leaving the jigsaw puzzle, there's something else going on over here. And the only reason we're able to make it according to some, some of our shim is because we know that at the end of the day, Mashiach's come. Whatever the Goyim hacked the cup with their, with their, with their, with their, with their, uh... we know Mashiach's coming. And that's how we live. That's how we function. Did you ever hear this story? I learned once a week with some people in the show, Dibre Yom. You ever learned Dibre Yom? I thought we could learn Dibre Yom and we could finish it very quickly. It's all it's a bunch of names, Dibre Yom. What's the big deal? Here's, a, here's an example of a Pusik. This is Pusik Dibre Yom Aleph, Gimel, Pusik Chaf Aleph. What do you think of this? Ben Chananya, Platya, Shaya, Ben Yerfoya, Ben Yarnon, Ben Yavadya, Ben Yishchanya. You know anybody with any of those names? Really? You don't know anybody with those names, huh? Wow, we, wow, we amazing. How about this? 
ובני פדויה זרובובל ושימי בן זרובובל משולנו בחנניה שלימס אחויסם חשובו ויואל וברוכיה וחסדיה יושב חוסד This Vilna Goins here and this Malbim's here explain these Psukim, what does the word Ben mean, what does this name mean, who is this person, where did the person live? I answer to him. I answer to him. There's a Jew named Zerubovel. You know what Zerubovel means? Zera Bovel. He was planted in Bovel. You know, you know Zerubovel? Familiar with Zerubovel? You ever know anybody named, you know anybody named Zerubovel? I know Zerubovel. You know, I know Zerubovel. Mo'osu Yeshuasi. Right, we mentioned Zerubbabel on that song. Yeah, so we're all familiar with Zerubbabel. Right? Gemara's Sanhedrin. Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Lamed Zion Aleph, I never heard a shmooze about this Gemara in my life. I don't know why not. Lamed Zion Amid Base, to the top of Lamed Chesam at Aleph. Oy, 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 oy. There was nobody left. Zerah David. His entire progeny was wiped out. There's only one person left, Yechonya. And he was in a dungeon put there by Bidukha Netzah. And somebody convinced him to allow his wife to go there. The dungeon was so small they could not lie down. They could only stand up. The Gemara says it's impossible for a woman to become a Uberis if the relationship took place while they were standing. It's impossible to become a Uberis. Can't become a Uberis. Not Shayas. Can't become a Uberis. And he became. She became Uberis. The Gemara says she became Uberis because Lamaisa was a Nesron Kanish Barhu, that he wanted it should be a, it should be a, it should, the, the, the Zera of, of Dovid Amel should continue. Are you aware of the fact? I know you are aware of the fact. <laughs> that the entire concept of Mashiach coming. A Roman Torah physically incapable of having children. That only came about as a nest. A Roman Torah having a child. And they couldn't have a child, Yechani and his wife. There was no way for her to become pregnant. But he was the last descendant of the Melech and the Kodesh Baruch made a nest. There's a train that started. And that train is going to take Klai Yisrael to Mashiach. Who's going to be on the train? It's going to be the same decision as who's going to remain part of the Jigsaw puzzle. I'm not in favor of one Reformed Jew being lost to Klai Yisrael. And not one conservative Jew. Or not one Jew of the most liberal, progressive, woke that there might be. But if they jump out the window and they leave the train or they leave the jigsaw puzzle, they're gone. They're just gone. Come back. Maybe some great-grandmother cried by when she benched Licht and that's going to be, uh, uh, afford them the opportunity to meet up with some Kirov organization and come back from Givaldic. But the pain otherwise. My cousins, your cousins, everybody's cousins decided to make such decisions. They didn't decide. They did decide. Their generation decided. The previous generation decided. That's what's happening in Pasha's history. But Rachai is the, like, I unfortunately have an aunt that wanted to What, what, um, Rachai is a front person asked to try to, like. That's another Shiloh. I'm not here to answer all the Shilohs. I'm here only to discuss the issues. I can't answer all the Shilohs. What Rachai is do we have? It's a great question. 
It's a great question. Unbelievable question. The Taisus Yontif, one of the first Mishnahs from 400 years ago, asked the Shaiwa, Nevarech, this is an unbelievable thing. When you bench with a minion, what do you say? Nevarech Elokeinu. Let us bless, let us bless God's name. When you're done with Myrith, Baruchu, let's bless Es Hashem. How come Yudke Vodke by Baruchu? When you get in the Liga to the Torah. And Elokeinu, when you say, let's bench. That's, this is my, my cash. It's cash asked by the Tesis Yontif. For those of you who are in the Tuesday night cheer, when it comes to learning how to daven, we said about benching. Food. The din. The din requires God to feed us. Why? Because he created us. That's midas hadin. Now din. created us. So he gives food for every animal in the world and every human being in the world. And that's the first bracha mentioning. If he created us, he has to feed us. That's why the term is elokeinu, which represents the language of a of din. But then you have another issue. The was given as a chesed from Hashem. You don't get the Torah. I offered you the Torah. You said no to the Torah. You lost the Torah. Torah is a chesed. It's a tzedek. I lost the of even though they are his creations and they are chaviv to him. They are chaviv to him. They're chaviv to him. But he's not obligated to give him the Torah. If you take the brachas at Torah, Shem Shem Zeshu Midas Harachamim Baruchu Es Hashem Yudkei Vodkei That's Midas Harachamim. Make a bracha when you get no liyah. That's Midas Harachamim. The bracha Lokeinu when you make a bracha when you when you lead ten people together by benching. That's Midas Adin. Food I gotta give you. Pay I don't have to give you. I just felt such a feeling this week as we approach Parshas Yisroel. Very, very emotional. Very emotional. We are so fortunate to be in a kosher shul. We are so fortunate to have family. So fortunate family learns Torah. There might be plenty of questions. Children of Holocaust survivors have plenty of questions. Children of not Holocaust survivors got plenty of questions. Plenty going on. I'm not answering every question. We don't have, we're not privy to answer all the questions. But we have to be privy to the fact that Parshish Yisro, Shabbos of Torah, is the Shabbos where we said yes and they said no. And that's real. It's not some philosophical schmooze. It's not some mythological cute stories. This is real. And there's plenty of pain. And there's plenty of non-understanding. People make decisions. I hate to say that. I don't want to say the cliche, you know. You make a decision, you have to live with it. You know, as they say, you know, you make your bed, you got to sleep in it. You know, what, 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 I'm not here. It's not a blame game. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the fact that decisions were made. And those people made decisions to say, yes, we are their descendants. Those people made decisions to say, no, they lose their progeny. And that's Nogea in the time of the Baitushim and Sadukim and everybody else, and it's Nogea right now in Tavshin Pegil.
Sometimes decisions are hard and they're painful and they're costly. Okay, Rabbi Say, I'm wishing uh, <laughs> I'm wishing all of us Hatzlocha, which I say, I'm wishing all of us Hatzlocha. And you know, in, uh, in all of our decisions throughout life. Hatzlocha. Rabbi, I'm sorry I'm late. I was at the Wilhelm Griss. <laughs> Rabbi? Yes, yes, I hear you. So I'm just saying that that's it. Finished. Somebody decided to make a bris, as Mrs. Goldman said. In Eretz Yisrael, Zaycha, to keep the Allah, Zaycha to keep the Besaira. We should all be Zaycha to uh, to be able to maintain their Shaykhs and therefore maintain these decisions. I thank everybody for being on the phone. Hatzlacha, Rabba, Adma, Oid. Kol Tov, Rabbi Say Kol Tov.